Tonight, it's another Halloween week special. We have Raven Black. Oh my God, I am so excited and psyched to um, do this show with this band. They're just, they're so Halloween, so to speak, if you know what I mean. And we're going to be speaking with Raven Black live here on the show, as well as uh, promoting their new album, The Key. I'm going to be playing some tracks from their previous albums while we talk through the two-hour show, but we'll be playing you a sample of the 11-track uh, album. We've got four tracks from the brand new album and we're also going to be doing a contest giveaway that's right all of you uh, raven black rejects out there who are familiar with the band and what they've been doing there they've actually got this special uh, halloween mystery box that they've put out there for uh, for sale that um uh, fans the real, real fanatics call themselves rejects, but they get to purchase that, and inside one of the boxes is a special key. Yeah, no kidding, really. We'll talk all about that, and we're going to be giving one of those boxes away during the show. So stay tuned in. We're going to give you the contest rules and all of that pretty soon. But what have we got? I think it's, uh, I think it's time we bring in... Ms. Raven Black. Raven, are you with us? I am. How you doing, Gerd? Hey, Raven. What's going <laughs> down? How How's life out there in the Great Lakes region? You, you know what? Michigan is starting to get cold, but it is Halloween, so everything is great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I don't know how Halloween is not everybody's favorite holiday, but it's really those special people, I think, who, who have, it's like, okay, we, I like Easter, I like Valentine's Day, I like Fourth of July. It's like, no. Uh, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Christmas Halloween. even? No. Halloween. Halloween is the week. Even like. Even my Christmas is Halloween-ish. <laughs> well, kind of, right? Because you get stuff for free, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's not, well, it's about the gift. It's just all about just enjoying and celebrating and having fun. Right. That's what it is. Right. Well, you know, some people take it too literally, and they don't. They they look at the religious side of it, and they go, "Oh, these people are celebrating death," and blah, 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 and it's like, "Oh my God, lady, yeah. or whoever." Right. I'm not. I'm not giving that to. I don't know those kinds to, of people. Uh, I don't know those kinds of people. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I stay. I stay away from those kinds of people. That's a silver lining in Raven's life. None of those people. <laughs> All right, but uh, so congratulations on this new album titled "The Key." You guys Thank have been you. working really hard during during this sabbatical we've been having called a pandemic. Yep, yep. Now you already released the album, right? It's out there, available for everybody. Yes, it it was released on October second. Um, right. We did release singles from the album throughout the year because of the whole pandemic thing and we were like you know should we release it next year when it's over and we're like nope 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 let's just release it because we just felt that you know our fans out there they really needed music um something to do with music i mean can't tour we can't go to shows we can't do anything fun so right. we're like you know we're gonna go ahead and release it so we went ahead and released it this year 
good for the, I mean, I think it was the perfect time to do that. You know, if nothing else, you have a captive audience, right? Oh, the rejects, they're more they're more than captive. Captive is an understatement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll be polite and we'll call it they were sequestered. All right. But but you know, I mean uh, um I I'm I'm really really in appreciation and slight awe with the uh, with the amount of effort that you just so naturally put into promoting the band. It's not it's not like this big plan you got right. This just uh, I mean, when you think about working and promoting the band, how how did this come? Do you you got this plan or no? Well, the creative plan is there. I mean, like as far as our vision goes and right. the ultimate the ultimate story of us and each member and, and our growth and our journey. But, you know, the, that's the thing is that that's where I get my enthusiasm from is is the fans inspire us, you know. Right. And I don't know if you're you're familiar, and I, I don't think you have a comic book, uh, Gerg, but we'll have to get you one. I don't um, have a comic book. I was, you but, know, I, I'll tell you, I was conflicted, really. I wanted to buy <laughs> one, but I wanted to let the fans have them. So it's like, correct. well, I mean, how can you be a promoter of a band and a fan at the same time? I'm so confused. I know. It, it happens. It happens. I get it. I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I'm in the same boat when I when I help other other bands coming up to that ask us for advice on on the do-it-yourself thing and and i'm very helpful i try to be as helpful as i can but you know it's it's a difficult thing when you're you're right like on one end as a promoter and one end as a fan right and and that's the thing is is my enthusiasm comes from the fans it's like you know they want you know they want something and they're like oh it'd be so cool if you did this and i'm like okay well let me see if i could do that for you you know like whatever you guys want i'm going to try to do it and creatively, it's just fun for me. So I don't look at it as work. I mean, the only part of this whole thing that I think of as work um, is the packaging. You know, the shipping labels and the stress of the post office and <laughs> making sure, you know, making sure everybody gets their, their things that they order or what they want. That's the stressful part. But, like, the creative part, and I, I say this on behalf of my band, the music, right. you know, when we're practicing, rehearsing, writing, when we're filming a music, it's so much fun for us, and we love doing it. Yeah. That it's it doesn't feel like work. You well, can, I mean? you could actually—I mean, um, it, it could actually be like a a team exercise, right? All right, Correct. you know, we're gonna have the you know how they try to get uh, you know, managers try to do something to build the team dynamics and get some Correct. sort of you know uh, connection between the team members so they feel like a team and so putting people to work or shall we say to task in order Mm -hmm. to help out with the shipping and all of this stuff it ends up being a a a fun time yeah it does i mean i don't know if you saw you caught it but we went live when we were signing all the cds you know we had over i think i think we had over Oh, damn it. You know, I missed that. I do try to catch. There's just so many people out there. I mean, everybody's doing the live streaming. I'm like, well, that's what we did. We we went live feed and we just let everybody like, you know, just had fun getting on live and just showing everybody we're actually, you know, standing here together at a table. We were missing stitches because he lives in Los Angeles. But, you know, we sat there with a bunch of stacks of CDs and posters and everything that came in with the album bundles and signed everything. And and of course, we even had fun, and, and the, the doctor, 
he signed one of the CDs, El Doctor. And then <laughs> Muppet's like, oh, we're going to do this one special. And it was like, he signs it, Muppito. You know? And I was like, okay, well, let me look up what, in Spanish, what Raven is. And it's El Cuervo. So yep. I was like, Raven Cuervo. So we all signed it in Spanish, our Spanish versions of our names. And that CD was actually tucked away in one of the mystery boxes by Muppet as I was packaging everything. And he just, you know, we both wanted to have fun because that's, that's what it's all about. So he stuck not only the white key, uh, which comes with a baby raven, you know, which are never being, they're never sold. Right. Um, but it gives them VIP for life to one of our headliner VIPs uh, for life. Que so, bueno. Yeah, so whoever ends up getting that, I don't know who it is. Muppet doesn't know who it is because he, like, you know, he didn't close his eyes, but he, like, looked away and just, like, picked a box and then opened the lid and stuck it in there. So we don't even know. We I don't think anyone's claimed it yet. People are starting to get their packages, but we're both dying to know who ended up with it. Ah, so, ladies and gentlemen, so that... You know, the folks that are listening to the show for the first time and or being introduced to Raven Black Band for the first time, uh, tonight we are actually... So the band is doing a promotional thing. They've got this uh, Halloween mystery box with a bunch of goodies in it, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I think you lay out some of the goodies on the website, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or in the promo, right? There's a, you get a CD and you get uh, this and that and the other thing, right? But you... No, no, not the mystery box. The mystery box was completely a mystery. Oh, it is a complete mystery. Did you have like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Price Waterhouse put the packages together? No, I did it all myself. <laughs> Everything that we do, we do it ourselves. There's I'm a, kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These you know are mystery funny? boxes. They we, are mystery boxes. Yeah. And um, the, uh, how many? Do you still have any left? Uh, no, I do not. All right. So th- all of these. Um, Halloween mystery boxes have um, have been sold, and hopefully everybody has gotten their boxes. Um, in order to help promote the album, the station went and got a couple of boxes. Yes, you did. And I got one here. The other one didn't arrive. So we're going to give one of these boxes away. I'm not going to open up any one of them until we get a winner. And I'm going to box that up sealed with the postal thing on it. So whoever wins tonight's little contest that we're going to do to give away one of these mystery boxes will get a you know it i won't even know what's in there i'm hoping to get the special prize that's in there (laughs) yeah but who knows i'm not gonna know until i ship it off i'll take photos (laughs) and we'll post it up but that's what we're gonna do tonight folks we are giving away one of these Halloween mystery boxes uh, from Raven Black in order to promote the album, The Key. So, wait a minute now. And thank you so much, Gerg. I I want the public to know, you know, that it wasn't something that we sent to the station, sent to you to give away. This is something you purchased to give away. So the credit lies with your show and how much you promote bands, you know, and how much you support us as well. Um, from a promoter standpoint, you know that you're spending your money to give back to to the community. So that's that's a, it's incredible, and and we're so appreciative of that. Well, you're most welcome. I mean, for me, money's money; it comes and goes. But time, 
Yes. <laughs> you know, the time. I agree. I agree. You know, agree. that's really much more precious than anything like that. So, I, I mean, I just was in the position. I was excited for you. I had not mm-hmm. been in contact with you and the band during most of the summer and spring months because my computer crashed. Oh, gosh. Uh, yeah, it took me a while to get up the money to put everything and get a new system. And now I've got a whole new microphone, a whole new setup. Everything's all awesome. great. But I wasn't able to uh, hound you for singles to put them on my Shining Single Shows. This is like the third live show I've done since the end of April when the computer crashed in the middle of a show. Yeah, wow. Yeah, I swear to God. So, well, next time you let me know so we could do, we can help fundraise. I'm sure the rejects would definitely help donate towards something like that. You've been with us, like we were talking about. You've been with us since the beginning, you know, and, and we appreciate you and we definitely always support those who support us. So, yeah, absolutely. Reciprocity. Let me get my lips working here. Reciprocity is a beautiful That's a good thing. word. I love That's it. That's a good word. I it is a great word. word. A lot of people don't know what it means, but once they look it up, they all feel intelligent, right? And they start yep. using it more often. Okay. Yep. It's reciprocal. But what we're going to do is we're going to play Sticks and Stones. Now, this is from... One of my favorites. Yeah, I love this. This is from the album that you released... um, uh, 2018. In 2018. Now, this was from... Let me see here. 13. It's from 13, and I'm looking at it right now, the album 13. So we've got some tracks from 13. We're going to play Sticks and Stones and Monster. I also picked out um, Seven Sins and Twinkle Twinkle Little Scars, which happens mm-hmm. to be one of my favorite tunes you guys do. A I lot of people's too. favorites is Twinkle, yep. It's so cool. It's it's great. It's <laughs> nasty, but it's sweet at the same time. I, I don't know. I'm, you guys just confuse me, which is why I think I'm attracted to the band. I love it. Yes. I don't know what to think next. But we're <laughs> going to play those songs, and then I got four songs from the album. So let's go ahead and play this track, Sticks and Stones, off of the album 13. We are featuring Raven Black tonight on the show to help promote their album, The Key. It's out there. You can get yourself a copy. But stay tuned, because when we come back, I'm going to lay out the details for tonight's contest to win a Halloween mystery box from Raven Black from the station just for listening tonight. All right. So here we go. Sticks and Stones off the album 13 right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com. All indie, all the time.
that song. <laughs> I do. Sticks and stones up your <laughs> nose with a rubber hose and all that stuff. <laughs> I love that. That's such a cool. You know what? It's it, you know it's to me that song comes across very funky. Thank you. Yeah, the beat is funk. That's funk. Yep. I don't care what anybody says. That's, go listen to George Clinton or something. You'll hear that right yep. there. You know, the big old nasty that band too. They, they, <laughs> it's, it's really. I dig that tune. But and you got that metal heavy. I'm gonna rip your face off, kind of. Vocal, <laughs> I like. <laughs> I tend to do that. I, I tend to do with a big, big, cute smile. You know. You're like the ultimate nightmare, right? You come in all smiles and then ah, rip your face off. Yeah, buy my album, will you? All right. (laughs) I love that song. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that was Sticks and Stones off of the album 13 by our featured artist tonight, Raven Black. We happen to have Raven live with us on the air tonight to help promote their new album, The Key. And we're going to do a very special promotion tonight for this album. We're going to give away one of the Halloween mystery boxes that were sold. There was a limited number of them. I think there was only 100, and they're all sold out. And we are going to give away one of those boxes to a lucky listener. So how do you get into the contest? All right, Uh, what are we going to do? We're going to do a question, all right? And any of the listeners that have an answer, what you need to do is you need to go to the Raven Black fan page on Facebook. Underneath the post where the show is, Uh, I think I posted there, and I think Raven also posted, but it's got to be on the fan page inside the comments of the post for the show tonight, all right? We'll ask a question, and you put your answers in there. And if only one person gets the correct answer, well, they win the mystery box. But if more than one fan or listener gets the answer correct then we're gonna have a little playoff and we're gonna do a number guessing game and whoever comes closest or hits it exact um that will be the winner of the tie whoever gets the answer to the question so what i think is very appropriate is to have raven herself it ask the question for the contest (laughs) so ladies and gentlemen listen up carefully raven is about to speak and this is going to be key (laughs) pun intended (laughs) to (laughs) to winning this mystery box i don't even know what's in it they get them here they're all sealed and i i i won't open them so here is raven raven what is this question to win the mystery box Okay, and and everybody post it in the comments under Gerg's Facebook post, in the fan page, not the Rejects group, but the Raven Black fan page, which is our public fan page group. Right. Gerg posted, posted it on Gerg's, post your answers on Gerg's post, not on mine. I shared his post, but his original post, comment there your answers to this question. The question is, what is my pink and black fur coat's name? What is her name? My pink and black fur coat with the eyeballs on the back of my coat. 
Her name is written on one of the eyeballs. What is her name? Uh, I love that. So in case you didn't catch it, Raven's got a, a very unique uh, coat, a black <laughs> fur coat that also has pink on it and has some eyes and the name of the coat it, it's a she huh it's not a he it's a, sh- it's it's a, a she. she all right all right, all right. Uh, we're, we're not gonna get gender crazy tonight okay so the so is raven's pink and black fur coat has a name what is that name please put that name under my post on the Raven Black fan page, which is a public page, so anybody can go there and post a comment. You don't actually have to be on the fan page to get to it. But, hey, look, seeing as you're there, and if you're going to put an answer, join the Facebook fan page, right? That's It's a no-brainer. Just join. Say, okay, I'm going to be in. And it's worthy because uh, this band really gets fun and creative with how they promote the band, and they connect very closely with their fans. Uh, I can attest to that, right? I was a fan, even though I was doing radio, but I still was a fan. And look, here we are. We're talking, we're chatting, we're having fun. And we're promoting this new album, The Key. I hope everybody got that. What we'll do is we'll I'll re-mention it. I don't know when we're going to do that. I figure we'll give folks a few chances to hear the question and, and uh, go ahead and post answers. So as we uh, come back, uh, you know, I was kind of talking a little bit about the history to be able to introduce you to people that are first time listening to the station or first time knowing Raven Black, the band. Um, you... You're not uh, any stranger to working with Grammy-nominated producers. I mean, you started off working with Aaron Rossi and then ended up uh, hooking up with uh, Ulrich Wilde. Yes. Um, yeah, so tell us, I mean, how did that transpire? Now, that was, what, almost six years ago that you ended up kind of revamping your lineup and began working with Ulrich. How did all that come about? Well, um, you were right. So we first uh, came across Aaron Rossi, and he was managing us. And then after that was Logan Mater, who's, you know, Five Finger Death Punch and all that good stuff. And he's now, you know, Soulfly. Who else? Now he's uh, with Once Human. He's their guitarist. Um, And then after that, with working with Logan and and Aaron, we were playing shows at the Whiskey one night. And it, it was a fluke because we weren't supposed to play a show, but we were the local L.A. band you know, for the Sunset Strip, and the Whiskey called us out of nowhere and just said, you know, the, the in-house booker, she was like, hey, can you guys, I got a cancellation for an opener for our tour, national tour coming in. Do you guys want to play that spot? You know, that the opening band, they didn't sell their tickets. We're having a problem Will you guys play that spot at 7 p.m. And we're like, sure. So, <laughs> you know, two days before the show, it was a Friday night, and so we go and we play this show, and, and of course we didn't have a bass player at the time. So we ended up having a friend of ours, Tom, just like rehearse with us for two nights, like literally, you know, a couple of hours, and learn the, the set. And it was a 30-minute set, and next thing you know, we're playing the show on Friday. Well, wow. Ulrich, Ulrich was there seeing one of the headliners, you know. Right. So he happened to be, you know, hidden away upstairs, you know, near the, the green rooms watching the show, and he caught... He got there early, and he happened to catch us and, you know, gave me his business card when I got off stage and said, you know, 
your band's really sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> These are his words, and I, I love this because I'll never forget it. It's a moment in my life I'll never forget. And he says, and it was very dark. I was sweaty, you know, all that good stuff, and right. uh, out of breath and all that stuff. And he says, uh, hands me his card and says, but that voice, we need to do something with your voice. Right. And he handed he handed me his business card, and I I looked at it. It was really dark, and I kind of recognized the name because you just know the great metal producers in the world if you're a musician right. um, in the genre. So I ran over to Aaron right away at the green room, and I said, Aaron, you know, this is a big name, right? And I held up the card to his face, and he looked at it and said, huge. And then I just got excited and said, he said to call him. <laughs> he said, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, he said huge. Yeah. No, he didn't say it's huge. He said huge. Huge. And and I just did a big smile and said, well, he said to call you, call him. So I was super excited, and that's where it all started. You know, um, I spoke to Ulrich on the phone for a couple of hours and told him the vision I had and, and the current lineup. We were missing a bass player. And, right. what you know, I have this vision, but I've got to find the right people for the band. I don't know what to do. What's his advice? And he said, well, you know, this is what happens with new bands. you got to figure out the right players, you know, the right people right. In, in, to accomplish your vision. And he absolutely loved my vision and what I wanted to do with music and the, the comic book and the carnival and, and the show. And he said, well, that's what you need to do. I think that's a great, great vision, and I think you need to go for it. And I said, okay. So, you know, we had to make lineup changes to fulfill the vision. Um, so that was the difficult task. Um, at the time, I, my guitarist was, you know, Muppet's best friend and mine, and he was like our best man at our wedding. And we formed this band together, and now we're going to have to part ways because, you know, he just didn't, he didn't understand, he didn't like the idea of makeup and costuming. He just didn't get it. Right, and, right. And, but we're, we're best friends, so it was like, well, you know, let's, we all want to be happy in what we're doing. So, you know, maybe we just need to like part ways and find the guitarist that wants to do this. Right. And right. of course, that's how we found the doctor through auditioning. So, um, and, and, yeah. and you know what? It, uh, that is so cool. That's such a cool story because a lot of times, especially with bands, um, that romance, that old notion that, you know, we're getting the band back together. So, you know, it's like, you got to be loyal to the band. Well, you know, uh, and thinking that a band members will stick together forever, right? Um, mm -hmm. In today's industry and climate, this it, it, it behooves um, musicians to leave their options open. But in this case, it really was just a, a misalignment of vision and desire and direction. And finding the right people is really very, very key for that. Um, but being able to stay friends um, yeah. is is the cherry on the top of the cake. Because that's so cool. I mean, it's like, look, we're going in a different direction. Doesn't mean I don't love you anymore. No, it doesn't. We, we're still friends. You know, we just uh, we just actually talked to him in February before the pandemic. We were in L.A. recording the key, and uh, whenever we're in L.A., you know, we try to, like, get together and stuff. So right. uh, we were supposed to meet up at NAMM uh, because he was going there to, to work. Right. And we were trying to get together, but it was just so busy that we couldn't, between his schedule and ours, we couldn't get together. But we love him, and we'll always love him, you yeah. know. And 
it's vice versa. It's just we had different visions of what we wanted as as in to do in music. Cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, in case you don't know who Earl Rick Wilde is, he's worked with people like Rob Zombie and Alice in Chains and Breaking Benjamin and Pantera. Just to give a few, uh, <laughs> you know, name drops so people understand how huge this dude really is. And it's so cool, man. He's, he's such a nice he's, guy. He's so amazing and he's so down to earth and so humble and... You know, a lot of people have told me throughout the years, like, well, yeah, you'll work with different producers and you'll always, you know, that's just the way it goes. And I said, well, no, sorry. Uh, once you get something good, you don't let it go. And, uh, you know, we both feel that way about each other. So, you know, as we grow, I, I, I cannot see myself. I could see myself collaborate, collaborating with some other producers with Ulrich right. um, to maybe get other influences in it. But... I will never, I, I probably will never leave Ulrich because he just gets me. He gets the vision. He allows he allows us to create and doesn't over-influence what we're doing. Right. Um, and that's the great thing about a producer I, I look for, which is they take what you do and what you create organically and make it better. They try don't to help change. you flesh it out, make it shine. They right. They don't, yeah, they don't change what you do and they don't influence what you do. They let you be the artist and... And Ulrich does that, and I think that's why so many people love working with him, and he's so highly respected. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, at this point, it's like he's part of the recipe at this point. Correct. Right? Correct. It's the secret sauce. Oh, he, man, you don't even know. He pushes me, man. He does. To, to things that I didn't even know I could do. Right, right. That's yeah. so cool. So it's like he's like the the Navy SEALs uh, commander <laughs> chief there, getting you prepared and pushing you to places you never thought you could take yourself. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's that's, brilliant. That's awesome. Hey, look, we got another song to play. I was going to play a song every 15 minutes, which kind of would break up the whole two-hour thing, right? Awesome. Um, but, and we're five minutes behind, so that's okay. okay. I, I don't care. I, I got, a, I got a, a disclaimer to make here, an apology. Last uh, song, I was playing Sticks and Stones, and it seemed like it kind of stopped and started. That's because it did, you know, the Einstein over here behind the controls <laughs> pushed the wrong button. And and so, sorry about that. Um, That's okay. But we'll fix it. I'll fix it before I post it up for public consumption after we record <laughs> this thing. So uh, we've got another uh, track called Monster. I thought it was rather apropos for the Halloween theme shows Yay. this week. So we got, and that's off of the album 13. Now, Seven Deadly Sins. Was that the second or the first one? I'm, I'm... It's, it's Seven Sins from the Seven Sins album. Seven Sins, right, right, right. But the Seven Deadly Sins is the album. Would that that no that no came deadly. out before Thirteen, right? Yeah, that was our first one. Okay, see, so this is why I need people like you in my life to help me <laughs> put things together in order because I obviously can't. I'm playing tracks from Thirteen before Seven Deadly Sins, and I wanted to kind of go historically that's but okay you know what i don't think rejects really care they just want to they hear don't. it all right they just want to hear it all me too so ladies and gentlemen we are speaking live with raven of raven black band to promote their album the key that was released earlier this month i'm going to go ahead and play another track off of their album 13 this was released um would you say 2018 or 2016 
2018. This is Monster right here on The Gerg Show, and you're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com. All indie, all the time. Because I, I love that song for, for many different reasons. Yeah, right? Well, you're going to laugh at this reason, I'll tell you. Because every time I listen to that song, you know, it comes to mind is Monsters, Inc. Yeah. 
<laughs> and and I just so want that song to be part of that soundtrack of that movie <laughs> at some point in time, you know, like yeah. it would have been so fitting, so fitting. <laughs> Ladies well, and it... gentlemen, that was Monster <laughs> off of the album 13 by our featured artist tonight, Raven Black. We're speaking live with Raven tonight. Um, I just, I, I so love that song. You guys are too cool for cool. You know that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I so dig that. No, it's, it's funny because that song, we never really pushed a big campaign around that single. Right. Um, and we did the Little Monsters tour and it's, it's very ironic what happened on that tour and that song being released. And we just did a lyric video and we never did any kind of a, a campaign on radio or, or press or anything around that song. So it right. never gained it any popularity as much. So no one ever interviewed me about the meaning of that song. So really? I'm kind of, but I'm glad because <laughs> there's a story behind it. <laughs> uh, there's a story that it's, you'd have to, yeah. you'd have to kill me if I told people. No, I mean, you know what? It's <laughs> funny. It's funny, Gerg, because you've been around long enough that it's like, so, you know, people have asked me many different songs, like, well, what's the, what inspired that song or what was the meaning behind that song? But Monster is, you know, the little green monster. It, it's the jealousy monster. It's the, it's what I was dealing with that year with people that I was so happy and looking forward to meeting and working with or just meeting or, or you know, whatever in, in the walks of the music industry. And right. and then you come and you meet them and you, you find out, God, people are assholes. You know? Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and it's I, funny because I had written that song, of course, in 2017 before right. us doing these things and meeting people. And But it was so fitting to the situations that we were facing during that that period of growth that um, it was fitting because I met so many jerks. And, you know, I was extremely disappointed. Um, you know, I'm not... I'm not I'm not a, what do you call a, a thin-skinned person. I have pretty rough, tough skin. I've got a thick layer, you know. Right. I'm a tough girl. Um, but I'm also an extremely loving and caring person. So I meet people with open arms. Sure. You know, that's who I am. And and then when somebody, like, rejects you, you know, funny, funny, no pun, pun intended there, rejects. <laughs> when some... When you're nice to people or you smile at someone, you know it's that person that you smile at them in the elevator or you walk by and you smile at them just out of genuine kindness. Right. And they just, like, look at you back. Or they don't even give you the time of day with a look. Correct. So they're just jerks. And it's like um, I came across that a lot in that in 2017 and 18. And and I I was shocked but not shocked because I've been warned, you know, the industry is a cold place. And people aren't as nice as they seem. And um, so, like, but I was thinking, you know, I was kind of the cheerleader, you know, like, yeah, I'm going to go in this and I'm going to meet great people and I'm so excited and, and you know, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like the little girl, you know, that goes to the new school and, like, she finds out, like, everybody in class is just a jerk and then picks on you. And I was like, wait a second, this isn't fun. This is, like, not nice. Why are they being mean to me? You know, but that's literally what I was experiencing when that song came out. And no one has ever interviewed me about that song. You know something? I'd be willing to bet I did. 
You did? I, you know, you, we, this isn't, this is, I think, your second time on the show live. I know, I know. That, and but I I'm going to go back and listen to that interview because yeah, I bet you that, I did. That was one of the things that I'd like to do, right? Unless but, the artist like just wants to leave it up to the listener interpretation and they don't want to divulge where they came because there no, are no, those but, artists and I respect that. But you're that. right. But, but you're I right. think, I think. You might have asked me because. I think I did. But at the time I was facing all that. So I didn't want to give away what situation, because obviously I was surrounded by certain people. Right. And if I said anything about it, it would be obvious who those people are that are jerks. Right. So I probably didn't divulge, but now, you know, two years later, three years later, I can divulge whatever. And I've, I've grown to, I've grown to embrace the fact that I want to be, I've always been like this honest, straightforward person, right. but I also was trying to like play by the rules, you know, like, okay, I'm not supposed to do this. I'm not, this is what I'm told, right? As we're right. growing. And I'm like, you're not, you're not allowed to tell your age. You know, you don't, you don't want to tell your age. You want, <laughs> and I'm like, why? It's, it's the truth, and it's going to come out anyway. And then like, oh, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to do this, or you don't want to do that. And, and I'm like, but that's not who I am. I'm pretty honest, and you know, like I just want to be me. And, and if people don't like it, then they don't have to. You know, they can just walk away. Um, but I just want to be me. Like, it's amazing how in the industry there's this misnomer like youth is everything and everything else is just everything else. But quite frankly, it's kind of like, you know, the corporate America, right? They've yeah. got They've got a job and they've got a position and they'll choose somebody younger because they yeah. can mold them as opposed to somebody who is older who has so much experience. more experience and can bring so much more to the table. Correct. Um, it, it's like shooting yourself in the foot. I never understood that. Um, well, like the whole reason why I left corporate America. Right. Me too. <laughs> is, is And being an artist is I don't have to go through corporate rules. So... You know, the industry that has that corporate rule thing. And, yeah, you know, I do shoot myself in the foot. And this right. has been an ongoing challenge for the band is, okay, you want to be, you want to grow and succeed as a band. So you have to play it by the rules. But then at the same time, we're like, no, we're artists and musicians. There's no rules. You know, right. like, <laughs> and, and, and it's like, wait a second. But, but the honest truth is, Gerg, I mean, I've said this, and I was like, okay, we're a metal band who does makeup and costuming and his concept. Okay, how much money do you think any fucking label will ever give us right. in the metal genre? And so am I going to sell out for that? You know, absolutely not. So right. so thank you, but no thank you. Right. I will, I not, we're not in this to become rich, big millionaire rock stars in the metal genre. It ain't going to happen. It, you know, it's slim pickings. It's so weird that it's still like it's still considered, even though there's just so many different flavors that have spawned off from the quote unquote metal genre that it, it's it's so splintered. But it, it is still considered like almost cult like in the industry because the um, the, um, the it's like a closet fan base. It's so weird. Yeah. So for me, it's like I go back to my roots of being this black sheep 
that never goes, that always goes against the grain. Right. You know, this is just who I am. I've always been the outcast. And I'm like, you know what? I'm used to being the outcast. So, like, if I'm going to be the outcast female-fronted metal band of the industry, right. so be, so fucking be it. You know, right. I have my fans. I have my creativity. I have my family. I have my friends. I'm a happy camper. And at the end of the day, at my deathbed, the industry ain't going to be there. So, you know who's going to be there? The people I love. You know? Yeah, and, the and, rejects and that you picked up along the way. Exactly. And that's all that matters to me. So, yeah, I'm never going to be, I'm never going to be Metallica. Great. <laughs> I'm never, I'm never going to be Madonna. Great. I never wanted to be. So I don't know why you even bring that up. You know, like, I don't care. Right. I'm, I'm a 50, I'm a 50 year old woman. Let me say it again. 50. I'm 50 because that's my fucking age. Uh, and yeah, I'm not a sex symbol. I'm not anything that you think I should. Hey, be, be. careful there. I you know. don't know well, what's going on in people's mind. They could well, think that that painted face in the doll suit is sexy as hell. You know. That's true. That is true. But <laughs> beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Right. Someone yes. could look at my paint, painted face and be like, "Oh God, that's so ugly." Right. And someone can go, "Oh my God, it's the hottest thing in the world." Exactly. Okay. So, so you know, I don't. I don't do my makeup and I don't do my art for that reason. And that's right. what I'm saying. So like the industry, every industry, pop genre, you know, hip hop, they always try to sell sex and sex sells. We already know that everybody knows that formula works, mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to sell sex. I'm trying to, I'm not even trying to sell anything. Yeah. Right. We have to make a living. I want to create memories and experiences and you know, the mystery box, it's fun and it's so, a surprise and, you know, in this year, and this year sucks. And so it's like, as adults, we don't get to celebrate Halloween like we used to when we were kids. Right. So guess what? I just made us celebrate Halloween as best I could. This you is, know, a, and, and I'll tell you, we never talked. Ladies and gentlemen, we didn't talk <laughs> prior to the show here about this whole mystery box thing, which I'm going to mention again in just a second. But um, it, it just, that is exactly what hit my head. I'm like, oh my God, this is... It's adult Halloween. Oh, I'm, I'm yes. so I got I got to get involved in this. And, yeah, yeah. So cool. for me, it's like, and and for me, it's like, look, we we have to sell merch because we're a band. And we're trying to survive and we're yep. trying to make money. Right. This is our job, you know. If you lose your job at your regular job because of the pandemic, you go get a, a part time retail job to make ends meet. Well, I'm selling merch to make ends meet for the band. We split it in four. This is what we do. Um, so yeah, we, we price things, we make money, we make a little bit of profit, we pay some bills and we survive, um, right. because we can't tour. Right. Um, that's just the reality of, of our job. Our job is being musicians. That's what we do. But right. my whole thing is let's, so what we have to do that. But instead of just doing some boring t-shirt with our logo on it, why don't we do something fun? Why don't right. we like make experiences and memories together? And, 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 you know, that's, I think that's the most important part of it, you know, the money making that like selling merch is not going to make me rich. It's not right. It, it, it doesn't do it unless I go, you know, Apple, you know, like and become a retailer. Hey, you could do the Girl Scout thing and go. <laughs> could you? Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> but but I always say that. And it's, it's you dress really up crude. in, in you know, your stage. Costume I'm telling you, knocking on the, the crudest, <laughs> the crudest thing that we've all joked about, you know, like. The crudest thing is like, okay, can you imagine if I did sell sex? Right. I mean, my God, you know, but I'm like, but that's just not me. I don't even know how to do that because that's... I've been a tomboy and an outcast my entire life. I have, 
you know, I have depression, I have anxiety. There's no way I could pull that off. So, <laughs> so guess what? I'm going to do plush dolls and comic books and things that I, I do well. You know, um, that's the thing is like my heart would never be in it if right. I was trying to be a sex symbol. Right. Um, I, it would never, it wouldn't, I wouldn't even be able to pull it off because people would see through it. People right. would see that it's fake. Right, you know what right. would happen to me? I would have to go on drugs to pull it off. So right, I'm, numb, right. I'm numb so that I'm numb to it. And that's what <laughs> happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it certainly does. It Look certainly at Britney, does. Britney Spears, biggest pop artist in the world. Uh, all got all fucked up. Why? They because, they ran her through the ringer and yeah. dried her off and ran her through the ringer again. Exactly. Yeah, so, they were really bad to her. That's so. She, it's amazing that she's actually been able to keep it. Now she's a mom and she's doing the yeah. thing and she's got her her head relatively together in the right place for her. Correct. And, and that's so cool. But yeah, the industry will bleed you. They'll bleed you I, to I call death. Them, I call them the biggest pimp in the world. Yeah, <laughs> I've correlated it to young artists who have asked me for advice. I said, look, just be careful. The music industry is one big giant grass field that's loaded pimp. with snakes. It's pimps, 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 pimps. try to pimp you out. They're going to pimp gotta, you out. <laughs> and they take all your money after you've given yourself up and and you've given all of your talent and all of your, your, you know, your flowers away. And they collect all the money and they make you famous. For it, that's right. that's great. But if that's that's what you want, fame, right. then that's what you do. Right. But if you actually want to be a musician and create art and music, then you keep it to yourself and you keep everything you earn from your hard work right. and your talent and your skill. That's and right. that's how it should be. And that's why we're do it yourself. And I get, I'm telling you, I'll probably never get signed because I talk so much shit about this, and it's not aimed at anybody. I just decided I'm 50 years old. You know, I've got how many? Fifty more years, maybe. If I live to a hundred, right. I'm going to do it my way, and I'm not going to be famous, and I'm not going to be the big freaking metal queen star, and I'm okay with that. I'm good. Well, you know, you know what? I, I hope I, I hope this is some sort of consolation for you, right? Because in my book, my, my book, you are still a young chick. Thank you. Music is ageless. Music it is. is ageless. It is. It is. It is the connector. I. It's the generation gap uh, link, right? Because, and it's never more prevalent now because you get a bunch of the young kids who's at this point grandparents are turning them on to stuff that happened back in the sixties and seventies, which they are now getting turned on to and loving what was going on back then and. Yeah, um, there's all kinds of new flavors of everything coming out. Now I'm really very excited for the independent market, which although it's still relatively in flux, it's kind of it's building steam, right? People are yeah. really starting to get on the page, and what I, what real music sounds like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. well, exactly. I mean, Speaking of know, which, yeah, you know, we miss my 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 other time for another song so i'm gonna play two songs in a row how's that that sounds great yeah cool we'll play both of the songs off of the seven deadly sins album we're gonna play seven sins and twinkle twinkle little scars <laughs> one of my favorite raven black songs okay ladies and gentlemen just so that you know and i want to make sure and i want to make this announcement again we are giving away one of the halloween mystery boxes that raven black had out there's only a hundred of them and they've all been claimed and so 
how do you win this box tonight on the show tonight? You go to the Raven Black fan page, look for my post. Now, I was on Facebook just a second ago and I was scrolling down and there's a there's like three or four posts above mine on the fan page, right? Um, but once you get it, you'll see it. It says Thursday, Rocktober, Raven Black, Indie Scene Radio. Put your answers down there to this particular question for your chance to win a mystery box sent to you directly from Indie Scene Radio on behalf of Raven Black. So the question is, what is Raven's pink and black fur coat's name? Anybody who really knows that, go ahead. If you don't know it, try to find out. Find somebody who might know, but go ahead and answer that question on the Raven Black fan page on Facebook, and we'll be giving that away later in the show. Tonight, we are featuring Raven Black, and we're speaking live with Raven to help promote the album The Key that they released earlier this month. And so I'm going to give you a two for right here, two for as they say. Uh, seven Sins and Twinkle Twinkle Little Scars off of the Seven Deadly Sins album by Raven Black right here on The Gerg Show and you're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com All indie, all the time. <laughs>
love that song, man. Twinkle, <laughs> twinkle, little scars. Off of the album Seven Deadly Sins. That was preceded by Seven Sins. Really cool stuff, man. You know, it's just amazing to me that um, a band like yours is, you know, not... It just hasn't been like face planted all over the planet at this point. Even though you guys are really trying, I think, I think you really have something that's incredibly unique to the world. There's a, there's some other bands out there with the themes, uh, with costumes and stuff, and they're really great bands too. I'm not saying anything or taking anything away from those, but your unique spin on it, yeah. I, you know, so you had Rob Zombie, you had other bands that were like this, you know, Kiss with the makeup and so forth. And, it, and so you're not the first band to employ these techniques to convey your music and your message, but the uniqueness in which you're doing it, I think, is really the cool flavor. Thank you. I really do. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. <laughs> so, so now, you know, um, what, what a lot of folks may not know about is just like you, you guys, you know, before this whole thing, this pandemic went around and started closing everybody off and distancing everybody. <laughs> Weird, right? Never in our lifetimes did we ever think social distancing would be, actually be a catchphrase, right? Right. It's a catchphrase for 2020. It is. It's, that's kind of sad and funny all at the same time. But um, you guys used to go out on big tours, like uh, like way back in, uh, like four years ago. You played at the um, uh, Corona Hell in Heaven Festival in Mexico City, Mexico. Yeah. Those people love heavy metal and dark metal and they just oh, love metal so amazing. and they just I, love miss, metal down there huh? we miss our mexico fans i mean it it's been way too long it's been you're right it's been four years and we can't wait to go back but you know with with the u.s touring that we were doing back to back for the last three years right. we just never had the right time and people have tried to book us there to tour in mexico you know like a three city tour and just every single time the scheduling just conflicted with tours we were already booked for here in the U.S. So wow. it just never worked out. Uh, but we are excited to go back there. I mean, the Mexican fans are, I mean, talk about crazy fans. You know, like they're chanting our names. They're like, ultra, oh, like encore, encore, like mm-hmm. non. They're jumping. I mean, they're really, really animated and really diehard metal fans. It's it's crazy. Otra it's crazy. vez, otra vez. They want it oh one more God. time. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and um, I have got a, you know, I'm actually half Mexican, right? My father was from Mexico City. And oh, very cool. Yeah. So is, I, well, Lewis is from Mexico. Oh, basically. no kidding. Yeah, Stitches is from Mexico and his still has family there and everything. Ah, see, so I actually had family there. My father brought most of, if not all, the family up uh, mm-hmm. way, way, way back, decades well, ago. You know, I have a surprise for our Mexican fans because it's been so long. Like, really? I feel I owe them. So, um, Lewis is actually supposed to help me pick the song. But if and when, well, I'll say when, when we go back to Mexico City and we do a concert there, I will be singing a in Spanish one Ooh. song. Ah, que as, bueno. As a, as a tribute to our Mexican fans because they've been so patient in waiting for us to come back. So... We're doing something special, whether it's a cover. It's probably going to be a cover song of a very, very popular 
uh, you know, Spanish song from Mexico. And right. so, uh, it, you know, in honor of our Mexican fans, I'm going to do a cover song. And I'm going to sing it in Spanish. That is so cool. That is, yeah. that is, I'm, Because wow. I love Spanish music. I love Mexican, I love music. I just love it. I love yeah. Spanish guitar. It, an acoustic Spanish guitar is like, you know. Have you ever heard of a band called uh, Metalachi? Is it Metalachi? They do. They do all span all all in Spanish, and it's in acoustic, and it's an acoustic guitar, but it's all metal music. Um, uh, you know, I think I've actually seen videos of them doing. They're so amazing. We played a show with them in LA, and I and they had a flamenco dancer, which I've studied flamenco. So, oh my god! Oh, like, that is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, I I, I don't amazing. do flamenco. I I actually went and learned how to dance. Uh, the tango, which is completely different, but kind That's, of the same. No, I love the tango. So yeah. my parents used to teach ballroom dancing, and so when I was a kid, my brother and I, you know, learned all of it. Oh, how yeah. cool! So, and we even did a competition in the seventies that we won a grandfather clock. Remember grandfather clock? <laughs> like the rich, the rich families had a really nice wood grandfather clock right. in their house, and so yeah, we won that for my parents. <laughs> that is so. What is that? It's like, hey, Miles, you look, we won. Have a clock. Yeah. And they, but I'm sure it's like, was their favorite clock ever, right? Yeah, it was really cool. That is awesome. That is so great. So, yeah, no, I I've, uh, actually used to write uh, articles for a magazine out of Argentina. It was called Magazine. Oh, wow. And. Um, More music I love. Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, being Latino, I mean, I had a girlfriend. I last time I was in Mexico, I was in Guadalajara, and I got to meet a bunch of people. Um, and uh, what I did do is I went out to a couple of the clubs just to check out the scene, and mm -hmm. and those people just absolutely go so nuts. I mean, yeah, it, very passionate. They really are fanatics. They're not just yep. fans. They are fanatics. If they like you, you are in. That is it. You'd have to cut their throats to get them to stop loving you. It's unbelievable. Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah. So cool. And and it's refreshing. So I hope you get down there soon. But keep me in the loop because I would want to actually air that uh, song in Spanish. So cool. I can't wait to do it. And yeah. I'm, you know, I've listened to countless songs to see which one connects with me for me to cover. Right. During so, and it's like it, it hasn't hit me yet. Which song I've listened to a few, and I'm like, no, I'm not feeling it vocally. Like, I, I need to feel the passion of the song, right? Um, you know, so that I could really do do it justice. I guess right. that's what we'd say. I have to feel it, and you know, so I haven't chosen the song yet. But when we do do that show, one of these, you know, one of these years, when we go back to Mexico City, I am going to do that song live. So, yeah, I'm gonna talk Spanish. to my friends down there. We're gonna see. Well, and a we lot can. of people ask, they're like, "Are you are you like part Mexican? You know, like because I see Latina in you." And I'm like, "No, it's just because I grew up in LA and all my friends were like Mexican, and so I kind of grew up with that." <laughs> and then and I and I tease them, you know, I, I I make fun of myself. Of course, I say, "Oh, I, you know, I I still wear my chola lipstick." Yeah, right. My eyebrows. my eyebrows and my chola lipstick lip liner. I still do it. I still have the chola, the LA chola cholo and chola look. That's. <laughs> I had a lot of Chola friends. They That's too that, funny. They're That's the ones that protected funny. me when I got bullied in school. Oh, no kidding. Mm -hmm. And I still remember her name. I, I've tried to look her up. Um, her name is Carla Alvarado, but I'm sure she's married or 
you know, that's her maiden name, of course, from school. But right. if there's ever anybody out there, you know, look me up, Carla Alvarado. She's she's the one that stopped the girls from beating me up in the girls' restroom. That's so cool, man. I was, and I was eight years old, and she saved me. You know what's funny is, you know, I mean, decades ago, I had a I had a girlfriend that was Chinese. Like she, she was born in China, and when she was eight, went to Vancouver, and eventually came into the United States. And so, and she spoke fluent Spanish, right? So oh, wow. we're, we're talking. She was a real estate agent, you know, it was just rich woman, and and we were out doing our thing. In fact, it was with her that I was doing the tango uh, classes. Mm-hmm. And we nice. used to go to the uh, salons, the tango salons, and go and dance. And so we'd speak to people, and um, um, if somebody actually spoke Spanish or the, the subject came up that I was actually Mexican, and uh, if she spoke Spanish or some people say, are you Mexican? She's, we'd always laugh. She's like, no, because she looks like she could be Mexican, but she's like Chinese. Yeah. It, it's so funny how people who are just not really – I don't know, I guess familiar well, with Mexican faces, yeah, I, I guess, mixed. I don't know. I'm mixed, so I've got the olive skin, and I've got, like, the bigger nose, and, you know, I'm not I'm not the typical Asian-looking because I'm mixed. Right. But, you know, I'm, I consider myself Asian, but it's like my, my parents are, you know, Vietnamese and French. So, you know, French is very similar look, I think, to, you know, the olive-skinned French people, not right. the Dutch-French. Right. But like the, the black hair, black eyes, you know, the, the olive skin, they're very much, they can pass for Mexican, definitely. Right. So I it's... think that's where I get it from is that mixed blood where, yeah, I probably could pass for, you know, per, like being part Mexican. I swear to God, you could walk down the street in Mexico and nobody would really know that you I know. weren't Mexican. I've done it. They I've done were, it. They, yeah. I think they think I'm a native, you know, and, and if I get a little bit of a tan and I'm darker, it, it's even more so. And it's so funny, like me being Chicano, right? I'm half Mexican mm-hmm. and half Irish. And, and I was down there and, you know, here I am. I'm totally like a sore thumb, long hair, looking rock and roll, <laughs> and I'm walking down the street of Guadalajara. You know, and, and, uh, it's like I'm a spectacle. But as soon as I started speaking Spanish, people were like shocked. They were like, wow, you speak Spanish really well. And I tell them in Spanish, I'm like, look, I understand more than I can speak. I'm, I speak like a baby. And they're like, no, no, no. And they roll out the red carpet. And <laughs> It's just so warm down there. Well, I, and that's I, the I funny that. thing is, I so I grew up around Mexican families and my friends all in the neighborhood, that kind of thing, and right. and listening to them and, and the basic home, you know, homegrown language that was spoken around my friends and their family was about food and family stuff and TV and your basics, right? Everyday right. language. Yep. Um, and like if I listen to people speak it now in a conversation, like Lewis will speak to somebody in Spanish, I will catch like 40 to 50% of their conversation to know exactly what they're talking about. Right. If you ask me to translate it word for word, no, I can't because I don't right. speak Spanish. But I completely understand half of their conversation, and I I go, oh, well, yeah, you were talking about this, and they're like, well, that's pretty good. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how, but I just know I understood what you guys were talking about. We are we are birds of a feather on several levels there, Raven. Because, yeah. But I know, mean, I can't speak it. I mean, yeah, I, speak it. I don't speak fluently either. It's just I pronounce because I grew up with, I mean, my father's mother and family grew up next door to us. So I I only I, know it from my neighbors and my friends. Right. And so, but I you grew up around it and you so heard it. And you, I'm sure you're able to pronounce words. Okay, so let's not try. like a gringo, right? 
tell, tell, see if I can say it correctly, okay? Because okay. I definitely don't have any kind of an accent other than probably just an L.A. girl. But Okay, <laughs> okay ready? So here, siéntate aquí. Siéntate aquí, por favor, amorcito. Now the R's might be a little bit difficult for me to roll. Okay. Say, so tell me to say a word that has a, like a really strong R. Well, when you say amorcito. Amorcito. Right? Amor, which is love. Amor, and cito is, is love. a Mexican thing. To It's like a familia. Like you're a little bit more um, than just my love. Amor, you're my special love. Amorcito. But you say it amorcito. quickly, right? You, you don't have to go so heavy. Like, amorcito. Uh, yeah. Did I say it right? That's right. But now you say it quickly, and it's almost like you don't even roll. You go, ay, que bueno, amorcito. And it just comes out like this little thing. <laughs> Try it. You get it? Yeah. See, yeah. Just, rolling love, the tongue is the one love. thing that people have the most trouble with in speaking Spanish, right? It's the R's. Yeah, is the R's. Like, they'll say, armosido. Armosido. How are you? <laughs> What's that? You know, and then the Mexicans are looking at it like, uh, okay, there, gringo. No well, problem. our fans from Mexico, they constantly message me, and I have to use a translator, but um, they, they're like, do you speak Spanish? In Spanish, you know? Si habla español. And I'm like, uh, no muy poquito, right? Just yeah. like, I comprende muy poquito. I always respond that way, and they're like, oh, I thought you were Mexican. And I'm like, no, you I'm see, not at You all. say comprende just like a Mexican, no, just Spanish. You got that little teeny roll of the eye, not a big I one. A little bit, just a little bit. But like I think instead of saying, we'll friend. see, right? You say, I've, Yeah, I've just been around it most of my life. So I, I, it's from by ear, you know, it's just like music. Like you just get familiar with it. But um, like I... Like I said, I'm not Mexican, so I, I can never claim that. That's right. So here's a phrase you can say before we play our next song here. We're going to okay. play one of the tracks off of the new album, The Key. Um, it's uh, We'll See, all right? And how okay. you say it is, vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. No, a ver. A ver. A-V-E-R. A ver. It's two a different ver. words, and it's vamos, V-A-M-O-S, right? Vamos is... is isn't vamos like hurry? Well, it means it can mean different things in different sentences and context, right? So vamos means we'll go. Okay. Literally so, in trans. We vamos will go. A ver. We will go to see. So if you say we'll see, in short, that's the short. You say ah vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. Yeah, yeah. But they say Isn't you don't that? do the Yay. v, right? It's b, right? Vamos. Vamos. Vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. There you go. A little Yay, teeny a little you. trill of the R in the end, and you'll fit right <laughs> in with the natives right over there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are having fun speaking with Raven of Raven Black. We are featuring their, uh, well, we're featuring them in general, but we're here trying to promote the release of their new album, The Key. Uh, we're going to play this next song. Um, it's track two off the album. It's called Hear Me Cry. This is this is a really special song for you, isn't it, Raven? Yes, it is. How come? You tell me why. I don't believe you. Well, you know, I've had fits of um, different times in my life, uh, you know, uh, facing suicide and suicidal thoughts and depression. And, you know, this song, when I wrote it, of course, I went back to my suicide attempts um, and uh, just kind of going through the psychosis of what I went through, 
Um, and the song, you know, the temperament of the song, uh, when it you know slows down, speeds up, you know, it's the chaos and the psychosis that you go through in your mind, where one in one instant, you know, you're ready to do it and, right. and give up your life, and then the next moment, you've got a little bit of fight in you, and and you just want some help, and you need somebody to to take your hand and, and get you out of this this dark place, and and then there's a moment where now you get those like those resentful thoughts where you want to hurt somebody because you've been hurt and right. that again is just that psychosis of building yourself back up to not give up um, right. so there's that that mental struggle and and that battle within that you're you're facing yourself you know with the back and forth of feeling lonely feeling sad feeling depressed and then you know trying to fight against that and going no I'm worth something and I, I want to live and I don't want to feel this way anymore and then you know it's just that back and forth, um, but in the essence of the the whole song is, you know, really at the end of the day, what you're really doing is crying out for help. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, uh, and 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 you're I'm I am not amazed, but I'm um, I'm, I'm I'm in high regard of you for being open and honest about this because it really is one of those subjects that everyone knows you need to address, but no one wants to talk about because it's too dark. No, you have to talk about it. You really do. You know, I, I really, truly, firsthand, started to really talk about it very openly and directly with many of the rejects, you right. know, and fans. Right. And, and, you know, I of course, out of privacy, I'll never say names and share that, but sure. there's more, you know, more than 100 people that have come out of their suicidal, um, what I call like dark hole, you right. know, because of our music and because of my conversations with them, and and them making amends within themselves, um, and that's where it starts. It, it's making amends with yourself, you know, like, and and I did the twelve step program, you know, for my drug addiction and all that. I went through narcotics, narcotics anonymous, not alcoholics anonymous, but right. I did that for eighteen months in my life and. A lot of this is in my book, but right. um, you know, I still believe that yes, you do need to make amends with people that you've hurt along the way, mm-hmm. or whatever it is that you, whatever addiction that you go through. But the, the ultimate person you need to make amends with is yourself. Well, and, and I'm so glad you say that because you know, um, forgiving, right? See, so a lot of people get it mixed up uh, or they're just not taught the proper way right and and so in life right we all have interactions nobody's perfect everybody makes mistakes and sometimes people do things like intentionally but there's some hidden darkness behind that intention that has not come to the surface for whatever Correct. reason whether it's repressed or not or whatever right yeah uh and what they forget is is that you know people come out and say well you need to learn to forgive and forget well part of that is learning you yourself have to be part of that equation in the forgiveness correct because if you, you don't you will beat yourself up over it you may be able to get closure with somebody else but you really need it with yourself yeah, because that's the thing is that uh, I, I tr- I've been trying to like express this more and more, and I'll probably express it a lot in my next album, which is my solo album coming out. But cool. um, content with regards to yourself, um, Raven's Diary is a lot about self-reflection. 
Cool. Um, and in this album, as you know, track one is Mirror Mirror, which I gave you guys only like a part of the song. Yep. That was the teaser to Raven's Diary. That song will be complete in the new album. That is cool. Um, but it starts with Mirror Mirror because it's all about looking at yourself first before. You can never heal until you face yourself. Yep. Um, and that's something that I truly believe in, and I will continue to try to find ways to express that to people in so many different ways and angles so that, you know, because people learn differently, people absorb differently, and people yep. connect differently. Absolutely. So I'm trying every single angle I could possibly conjure up in myself to try to get through to people that you really need to face yourself because your demons are inside you, not outside of you. So, so you know, this this whole project, this whole music venture, uh, jump out <laughs> of the corporate, this is, uh, it's not only been very therapeutic for you and others, but it's actually risen into a higher purpose beyond the music even. It has. It I has. love that. You're too cool. Like <laughs> I said, you're too cool for cool, Raven. This Get is what I wanted to do. I wanted to leave this in this world before I leave this life. And here you are doing yep. it. Okay. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That's why record labels are barking up the wrong tree. Here's a virtual high five for you. Yeah. Click. Thank yeah. you. Yay. Anyway. <laughs> high five. High five. So look, we, all right. I could talk to you for hours, but we've only got about another half hour and I got four songs to play and we've got a gift to give away, right? Yes, or a prize, do. right? Yes. So let's talk about the prize again. So everyone can make sure I haven't actually looked at the page to see if anybody's answered. So when we're done talking about the prize, I'll play two tracks. I'll play track two and three, uh, two being Hear Me Cry and Darkest Pit. And we'll just let Darkest Pit speak for itself. But ladies and gentlemen, tonight we are uh, doing a very special promotion in promoting the release of the album, The Key. Uh, Raven Black Band has um, sent out a hundred of these Halloween mystery boxes, and Indie Scene Radio is going to give away one of them. One of one lucky listener tonight is going to win one of these boxes. Now, again, it's a mystery box, and it's for Halloween because it's Halloween week and all of that. And I'm just hoping I give it away. I don't know. If we don't give it away tonight, we'll figure something up between us. Oh, we, we can do something on some, social we've media. We've got some answers. We've got some comments. Oh, we so do. We will be giving it away. Oh, oh, look, we do. All right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I'm now looking, I see I'm them. Checking. You know why? You know why? It's because you commented on the post. Nothing was happening. You're so influential, Raven. You you got me by the leads. Oh, they know. They know I'm not going to let them get away with not playing. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, right? So for those who have not answered, or if you want to keep trying to get the right answer, who knows? Um, this is the question that we've posed to be able to win this mystery box. The question is, what is Raven's pink and black fur coat's name? I've never seen this coat. Is there a picture on uh, on social media with you on? With there's this coat? definitely pictures, and there's definitely on um, the Bus Invaders uh, episode. I'm wearing it, um, but I wore it all of 2019. So. Ah. On tour. I'll, I'll go look tour for I it. Had, every tour I had it with me. I'll, oh, okay. Oh. So. Oh, I just totally gave a hint, didn't I? You did. You ah. did. But nobody's listening because I was trying Nobody to talk over it. you while you said it. Ah, but 
yeah, I didn't hear that. Well, let's see. But they, that's not. That's not the whole thing. So they have to know the whole name. Oh, that's too good, man. That's like me stopping sticks and stones in the middle of the sog like a goofball. All right, that's okay. Distract them, Gerg. We, you know, I am. I'm a total distraction. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a, here's a quick story. When I was born, right? The doctor's there mm-hmm. waiting like 12 hours for me to come out. I wouldn't come out, wouldn't come out. He's like, okay, Louise, my mom's name. He's like, I'm going to go for a coffee, right? Two minutes. You think you can wait and hold on? She's like, yeah, okay. He walks out 30 seconds later. I come out by myself. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so totally the nurse you. runs That's- out and she goes, doctor, doctor, come back. He's like, what? He's like the baby's here. He's like, what? He comes in and he looks and there I am with my brother. He, he's like, you just couldn't wait for me to get one cup of coffee, huh? He's like, <laughs> she, my mother was like, it was all him. He did it. He's the interrupter. <laughs> so don't That's feel awesome. so bad, right? You're in That's league awesome. with a bunch of cool people. <laughs> Awesome. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to give away that mystery box. I'm very excited. We got some answers in there. I haven't looked at them, but I'm going to go look and see what's going on while we play these next two tracks. The next two tracks are track two and three off the album The Key by uh, Raven Black. The titles are Hear Me Cry and Darkest Pit right here on The Gerg Show, and you're listening to IndieScenerradio.com. All indie, all the time. Who will 
my goodness gracious, somebody <laughs> help me up. I'm stuck in the darkest pit. Holy crap. <laughs> I you know, I I have to I have I have a confession to make. Yes. I was never really into this like guttural screaming rock metal stuff years ago. I swear to God, I, I, you know what? Okay, I'm. When people have asked me, even since I was a young kid, they go like, "What's your favorite music? What's your favorite band?" And I, and I gave it some thought, and my answer was, and I, it's the same answers I give all the time now. It's the music I haven't heard, and people. It throws people off, right? Because they're expecting to hear Led Zeppelin or some other name, you know, that they yeah. may or may not know, but. Um, you know, they, they sit, it makes them think. And they're like, hmm, well, that's kind of cool. And I'm like, well, isn't it? Yeah. Because I just like the rush of hearing a tune that actually moves me. And I've never heard it before. Um, when this genre really started coming into its realm, like, uh, you know, with bands of Scorpions and way back, right? Judas Priest and those kind yes. of bands, right? You know, they were cool. I liked it, the music. I wasn't really into it, but uh, but I dug it. I mean, it was still cool music, right? And and so now we come up and I do this station and, and there was a band from Spain. I don't know if you ever heard of them. Uh, they were called Immute. They they are I just. I think I actually might have heard of that band. They they really are like they're huge over there, like the biggest. Yeah. You know, heavy metal, guttural screaming, female fronted band in Spain. They're like really famous there, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I got in touch with the lead singer, and we were talking. She goes, "Geez, I, I don't know if your your audience is really gonna, you know, go for our music." And I said, "Well, let me, you know, send me your tracks. Let me listen." And I listen. I'm like, oh, it was like kind of like pulling the hairs off the back of my neck and and I was like you know I dig it this has got so much energy but you're right I don't think my audience is going to kind of dig it but over time because there were other bands that were incorporating like I'll say it for lack of maybe knowledge or anything but um, a, a traditional type singing and and incorporating the guttural growl singing mm -hmm. within the same song so it kind of got me warming up to that whole genre and your band is one of the bands that helped do that for me yeah i mean i see so like Ulrich and i talked about this because like you know when we were before i changed the lineup you know i used to always uh Josh would scream, my first guitarist, you know, our best friend, and he would do all the screaming parts, and I only sang, and I was like, well, because I don't want to ruin my voice, and, you know, like, guttural, I mean, screaming can really damage your vocal cords, and I'm a singer, I'm a singer first, if, if anything, I'm always a singer first, Right. I like singing, so I've been singing my whole life, so I said, but I, I can scream, and so, like, of course, with Josh doing all the screams, I was like, well, you do the screams, you know, I don't need to do screams and worry about my vocal cords, and so... But I would scream along with him just because it was in the moment, you know, like you just feel it. Right. There are certain parts of a song that emotionally expressing the lyric, uh, like that anguish or that emotional quality of it, you know, especially like a song like Hear Me Cry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful melodically with just singing, but there's those parts, you know, where you can just really feel the torment. Right. Um, and that comes out in the scream. And so... 
you know, that's the thing that Ulrich and I talked about, and Ulrich said, well, screaming is great as long as its placement right. is warranted. You know, like, a lot of bands will just scream, oh, like, we're a heavy band, and we're heavy, we're just heavy music, and we're just badass and hardcore, and they just scream the whole thing, and right. there's no emotional roller coaster, you know, like, there's no expression, because it all then becomes monotonous, Right. and, and he said, that's what you don't want to do, and I said, no, I definitely don't want to lose the melody, and I, melody is everything, you yep. know, and I said, so even my screams, if you listen closely, there's a melody even in my growls, so um, there's still melody. You know, yeah. like I, don't, I don't just go, Wah. you know, I mean, yeah, that might do that in an intro when I'm just like introing the song and some songs, right. but it also follows the music's um, temperament. Well, of course, sure, sure, and it's it's your form of expression. And what I came to learn because I started incorporating more and more um, theatrical metal bands mm -hmm. into the roster of uh, playlists that I have on the station, and friends of mine from this area, um, um, Seven Spires lead mm -hmm. singer, she actually teaches people how to sing screaming without mm -hmm. damaging your vocal cords correct right correct. and so there's an actual technique for doing it which would like there when i is. first learned it i'm like get out of it really there's and they're an like yeah technique. no there's a total technique where you can do it and you can scream all night and still be able to talk just like this correct. at the end of the night and not yeah. lose your if, voice if a person if a vocalist is losing their voice on tour after you know so many weeks right they are doing it incorrectly right I've done, the most shows I've done is 39 shows every day with three days off and not in a row. Um, and that was the Cradle of Filth tour. And I did not lose my voice once. <laughs> so um, cool. So, but I also study with the best, and I will say it because she is the best. Right. Uh, Melissa, you know, she's, she's the queen of scream. She has a DVD out and everything. Mm -hmm. But she's, you know, she, Randy, Randy Blythe, Corey Taylor. I mean, you name it. Right. You know, the, who, this, they, we've all studied with her, and I do it remotely because she's in New York. But you know, she she does Skype lessons, she does group lessons, she does personal in-person lessons. But she is definitely someone if you really, really, really want to learn the right technique and not damage your vocal cords, um, especially if you sing and scream. That is the person. Melissa Cross is the person to get in contact with. Right. Um, you know, I watched a lot of tutorials on YouTube and, and other vocal coaches, and I'm not going to say there's no one else that does it or can do it, but, you know, when you're dealing with something that sensitive, uh, your vocal cords, and you're, you have a career in, in performing right. live, um, and, and then again, there's that other, that other part of it, which is a lot of big artists nowadays use tracks and they don't ever do it live, so they're cheating. Right. So they don't have to scream and they don't have to learn the technique. You know, they just play the, the CD or the track and they lip sync. But right, I don't right. do that. I, I sing live every every single show. I sing live. So I, have to, I had to learn the right technique. Right, well, right. A yeah. very short career. Well, yeah, that's right, right. Because, uh, you know, you could end up developing polyps and stuff from doing it the oh, wrong way. So and it's, yeah. it, you know, if. Even from singing, you can develop. Policy, right, if you're right. Not doing it correctly. Right, right, exactly. Which is, uh, you know, I, I just, I had to admit that, right? Uh, I just, I, now I feel better, right? I forgive myself yeah. for that. 
because yeah. <laughs> because now I'm yeah, into well, I mean, it. I I really maybe. like it. I I appreciate yeah. the technique that people use, and and it makes me kind of want to when I'm listening to new music and I hear that incorporated into the songs or the tracks. I actually listen to hear if they're actually you know just belting it out and ruining their voice because you can almost hear it. It's much clearer. And to your example, you're able to create melody while screaming. Correct. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, look, it's it's eight forty six. We got like fifteen minutes. All right, let's get a let's give out a box. Let's give a box away, shall we? Yeah, all righty, all righty. So, I ladies and gentlemen, we are featuring Raven Black tonight, and we're helping to promote their album, The Key, that was released uh, everywhere. You can get it wherever you want. Um, but especially on the Raven Black website, right, which is uh, ravensrejects.com. But uh, they made up these uh, 100 of these Halloween mystery boxes. And we've got one here that we want to give away to a fan that's been listening to the show like almost all night, almost anyway and and so as i'm looking here i'm gonna refresh this page and i'm gonna scroll down and take a look because we do have some people who have answered mm, i think let me open up everything all right so we have uh one two i see two uh i see three. Oh wait okay i see three now yes so there's three there's three. This one person only put the first name, so that doesn't count. Correct. You want to give him a chance? Wait, who said, who did only a first name? Um, it's, uh, let me see here. We come here, and somebody said, no, no, no. so there's one. I see the one. And then, the, and she actually, I've got Alicia Fisher. Oh, so she actually put the first name and then mentioned only the first name. So, okay, I get it. I get it. No, so, she, yeah. So All right, so Fisher, Rachel Hubel, and Veronica Franco. Alicia Fisher, um, Rachel, is it Hubble. Hubble or Hubel? I think it's Hubble or Hubble, Hubel. right? Okay, and Veronica, Veronica Franco. These are the three people who posted up under my post on the Raven Black fan page. Correct. And the question was, what is the name of Raven Black's pink coat? And these three people got the right answer. The correct answer in total is Lydia Bathory. Correct. All right. So Veronica, Alicia, and Rachel. You yes. have one more task because there's only one box. I'm not going to break it up into three pieces and send Correct. it out to three Correct. people. So we, uh, Ra uh, Raven and I have come up with, we are going to do a numbers guessing game. All right. And I'm going to play a track while you guys go ahead and answer. So you have to guess a number from, let's say, one to 30. All right, okay. from one one to thirty, if you can guess the correct number or the person that is closest to the correct number, because Raven yep. has a number in mind. All right, so <laughs> all three of you go ahead and post a comment on your guess of what number it is, 
and we'll come right back after we play Five Feet Underground, which is where you're going to find yourself trying to pick these numbers, all right? We are featuring Raven Black and promoting their album, The Key. While we wait for answers from Alicia, Veronica, and Rachel, we are going to play Five Feet Underground off of their new album, The Key, right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to IndieScenerradio.com. All indie, all the time. are just so consistently different with your songs man i love it i just love it because it, it's different but it's definitely raven black uh five feet underground uh let's see here how are we doing on the answers all right so ladies and gentlemen the question was answered correctly by three people that are tuned in listening uh, alicia so veronica and rachel answered rachel the- has withdrawn from because she said she has a box already so she said if she wins just gift it to one of the other two but alicia has guessed a different number but wanted to to uh 
choose the number 13, but then Rachel already had chosen it, but Rachel seems like she's withdrawing. Okay. Um, so I think we're just waiting on Veronica. So from- Veronica, if you're listening, get to the page and guess a number from 1 to 30. And the show's almost over, so if she's not It's all right. We'll run into overtime if we have to. It's, it's not... Because okay. I own the station, right? So, you know. Awesome. We'll leave it on. We won't get cut off by a commercial or something. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. Um, it's been so I know, much fun. Know, time is so precious. And it is the one gift that is more precious than anything else in the world that anybody can give to another person is your okay. time, right? Sorry, Greg. Veronica just gave her number. Okay, so. Veron- so Veronica chose 19. Veronica and says Alicia, 19. And Alicia chose 13, but then she changed it to 15 because okay. Rachel chose 13. And Rachel so what says, is the, and, and Rachel gave up her prize? She said, hey, Raven, I'm actually the one who drew out the sketch for your Christmas shirt, which I knew. I already got a black box, so please gift it to one of the other two. So she's withdrawing her 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 submission i guess um, so okay. it's between alicia and veronica okay and alicia went from 13 to 15 right. and veronica put 19 okay so the two numbers guessed were 15 and 19 officially and so what is this special number that you've got in your head for the winner it's my mom's favorite number, which is number nine. Nine. Wow. That's like Tesla, right? If you understand three, six, and nine, you understand the universe. So your yep. mom, your mom's pretty deep. She yeah. is. <laughs> well, okay. So if it's nine, then that means our winner for tonight's special Halloween mystery box giveaway is Alicia Fisher. Yep. Because she's closest, right? At fifteen, you know. Let me let me do the math here. Do I have enough fingers? You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, look. Thank you so much, uh, Veronica and Rachel, f- and of course Alicia for participating in our contest tonight. I was afraid I wasn't going to give it away. Actually, I wasn't. I was like psyched. I get. I wanted yeah. to give something away special, and I'm so glad the the box arrived. And so I will get your address, Alicia Fisher, from uh, Raven Black, and I will put it in a box, and I will mail it out to you. I'll even leave the USPS sticker on it, all sealed up, so you know that I didn't actually you know, get in there and and try to see what was in there and pick which box I wanted. I'm going to make sure that you get this totally fresh, clean, virgin, untouched. And so congratulations, Elisa, for uh, entering and winning our mystery box giveaway here tonight featuring Raven Black. This is so cool. Uh, I'm excited. So That was so much fun. Thank you so much, Gert. Really? No, thank you. I, I, I love this. And I love the band and I love what you're doing. And it's all about love, right? I'm, I'm all is. about love. And so, look, again, thank you again, folks. You can uh, visit the Raven Black uh, website. It's www.ravens, that's uh, raven with an S, rejects.com. 
and uh, you know, get yourself a copy of the album. Heck, get yourself a copy of all three albums, right? Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, if you're gonna go for it, just go for it, right? It's go for it. Go, go big or go home. Go, go big <laughs> or go home. Go three albums. Go T-shirt. Go comic books. Go bio book. Oh, I and I do want to mention something. This is yes. gonna be my shameful, my shameful plug. <laughs> because because of the Halloween mystery boxes, of course, we have a Christmas mystery stocking. Ooh! So there are only going to be a hundred, and so a lot of people were like, "Man, I missed it! Don't miss it this time!" And this time, I'm going to give everybody a heads up. It will be released and available to order on Friday, the thirteenth of November. Nice. Okay, so, so don't miss out, don't ladies miss and gentlemen. Out. You heard it here first, November thirteenth. The mystery Christmas giveaway sock, Christmas yep. sock, stocking, stocking. Yes, I, you know I'm from New England. I call them socks. Stocking. So real stocking. So you'll be able to hang it on. Ah, so it's a real Christmas stocking, Raven Black style, with mystery gifts inside. And you can place your orders the moment the clock hits 12.01 a.m. Friday the 13th. <laughs> on, on Friday the 13th in November. So mark your calendars. If you didn't get a box and you weren't lucky enough to be Alicia Fisher... To get <laughs> this mystery box. Yay, Alicia! Yeah, thank you, Alicia, for tuning in. Uh, so there you go. You've ha- you got it. The the Christmas mystery stockings by Raven Black available November thirteenth. And be sure to get yourself uh, anything that they have in the merch. But by all means, get the music because this is really good stuff. Music. Yes. Congratulations, uh, Raven. Give my best to Muppet and and all the other characters in your team. Uh, and all my best to Ulrich. He's doing a great job with you guys. Uh, thank you. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to close out the show with our final track that we're featuring tonight. Remember, there's 11 tracks on the album, The Key. And we're going to play track nine. It's called Carnival. We've been featuring Raven Black. And yes, The Key album is what we're promoting. And I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Here is track nine, a carnival right here on The Gerg Show. And you're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com. All indie, all the time. Yay, Alicia! <laughs>
You're listening to IndieScenedRadio.com. All indie, all the time.